surprise tardy to the party with pop culture podcast where bill and i daniel talk about our pop culture holes that we need filling this time we're joining the navy we're joining the navy we're joining the navy in 1945 i didn't realize this movie was that old i thought it was at least in the 50s but no it's 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 gene kelly it is an early gene kelly film and And anchors away this is when saint frank sinatra looked like the singing sword when saint frank sinatra me no talk you good but this is what he still looked like the singing sword he looks like a clown he looks very silly looking (laughs) or uh Uh, the looney tunes cartoons with uh foghorn leghorn exactly because you know growing up as a kid in the 80s i'm used to like kind of fatter older frank you know frank's not just just kind of being an old old frank Uh, Mm -hmm. so it was actually kind of interesting to see frank sinatra like in his prime i guess um yeah so this is anchors away Uh uh-huh this yep. is a musical that I had never even heard of. Really? Well, I've probably heard of it, but it was not like I was not consciously aware of what this movie is or who was in it or anything like that. In fact, actually, when the credits start uh, rolling, I was like, "Oh, it's Dean Stockwell." Because yeah. I love Dean Stockwell. Dean Stockwell of uh, Quantum Leap, yeah. Battlestar Galactica, I was Blue like, Velvet fame. I think I had like. 15 minutes through when I went to the Wikipedia page and I was like, Dean Stockwell? Well, that's the thing. I'm sitting there like about 15 minutes through the movie. I'm like, when's Dean Stockwell going to show up in this? <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I've been looking at Dean Stockwell this whole time. Also, I've never heard of the lady in this movie. For a movie that's starring Gene Kelly and Frank Sinatra, kind of surprised. I mean, this lady had been in other things. It's not like she was a complete, yeah. like completely unknown, but like you'd think there'd be a more famous female lead in a movie like this and she's mm. not all that great in this movie uh, I don't she's think, not terrible but she does frank and gene were as huge as they would get i well that's the other thing looking backward on a film film like this through the you know through time it's it's a little bit easy to over assume how big of a stars they were at this time although this must have been one of the m- movies that really helped build both their careers yeah. i guess yeah but the movie starts with like well i should say I, uh, I, I really like Gene Kelly. So, the, yeah, this, he good. this is your pick. This is the yeah. first time you'd seen this film, yeah. Yeah, he's good. I didn't know if I had seen it before. Well, you're a professional dancer, but, so you have a, but, like, it's, you have an actual Because I like Gene Kelly, film, and, yeah. like, musicals were big in my house growing up. Mm-hmm. But I think I never saw this movie because my mom didn't like Frank Sinatra. I kind of So, see therefore, it. it just kind of never Which got Which is kind of funny, because in real life, he has a persona of being kind of like a like macho bully. In this yeah. movie, he's kind of like the... He's the Urkel. He's more... He, his personality is more how he looks. Yeah, exactly. Like a big... He looks like E.T. Yeah. He got E.T. face. But the, the, Those big-ass ears and shit. But yeah, I, I, I don't know why I never saw this at any point, but it Because it's is, two and a half hours yeah, long? Yeah, it is two hours and it's, 19 fucking minutes. And there's 20 minutes of plot in the whole movie. Yeah, they yeah. could have trimmed a lot Well, this is the this style movie, of musicals yeah. at the time where it's like, hey, let's come up with the basic story plot ever and like let's just get a bunch of random songs and try to loosely connect them through the thread yeah. you know uh threadbare plot um but but the movie starts with like on this this the a uh, bunch of navy people playing anchors away on the soundstage i i mean battleship it's i guess obviously... on some cuts of the film you could actually see the sides of the soundstage <laughs> yeah, it's obviously not yeah. a matte painting city soundstage yeah. at all uh I do like how like the whole like it's an actual it's 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 a not a parade but it a is band, like yeah. yeah it's a band on the deck of an aircraft carrier yeah. in the navy yeah 1945. Well, we see that Frank Sinatra and Gene Kelly, Joe and uh, Clarence Brooklyn mm-hmm. are getting 
awards for bravery in battle or whatever. Uh, Frank Sinatra has just... No, Gene Kelly has just saved the life of Frank Sinatra. Yeah. So they're getting awards for this. Yeah. <laughs> Why Frank Sinatra is getting awards for getting his life saved? Well, I who think because but... he, like, stayed on... Or something else. He stayed else. shooting for... In, oh, that's what it was. Some kind of fight, and he up. stayed until the ammo ran out. That's um, what it is, yeah. But they're standing there all, like, Navy proud, and Frank Sinatra is blinking every second like really? he is just blink 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 i think it's because well they're on a sound stage so it's probably really well, bright lights well are you think he's <laughs> no i think it, there's a fan like blowing so they're like oh, okay. i think he's yeah. like eh, eh, fan eh, eh. <laughs> maybe we're wondering if he was hung over or something but yeah but they get they get pins put on them and they also get four days of shore leave for Woo! yay four days um so we find out that uh, Gene Kelly, he wants that Lola. The running theme of Lola. <laughs> what the hell is Lola? Lola? What are you talking about? What is Lola? Lola is the dame that Gene Kelly is trying to hook up with. Oh, the at the beginning. Movie. You never actually get to see. But no. yeah, he keeps on calling her up and everything. Yeah. yeah. Daniel, I only watched this movie literally this morning. <laughs> How do you expect? <laughs> so did to I. <laughs> I know it's. Uh, yeah. But he uh, he wants. I thought that, Lola was euphemism for like offshore pussy or no, something. He wants okay. that. He wants that sweet bunny ass. He does. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because of this podcast, I know that reference. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, right. Actually, you know what? That takes place in. Does that take place in New York? No, it doesn't take place in LA because it's it's what's his face's house. This what takes are we place about? in Hollywood. I, I've seen people online comparing the the the, the benefits of of Lola Bunny versus uh, Judy Hops. That's been, that's been kind of alarming. Just throwing that out there. Okay. I've seen some I've seen some porn. Uh, but it's it's get, it get, everybody cr- crowds around fucking Gene Kelly to listen to him like talk about how much he. This loves is back pussy. in the barracks. Yeah, yeah. You think none of these guys had ever seen a woman since <laughs> they left home? And then Gene Kelly and Frank Sinatra start like rubbing it in everybody's face that they have to take shore leave. Like, oh, we really want to stay. Well, but else, are they the only ones with shore leave, or they just have longer shore leave? No, than there are because there's a scene of like dudes pying off a fucking boat like it's Black Friday. Oh yeah, that's a yeah, bunch okay. of sailors. So yeah. they're not the only ones, but I. They're the only ones in this group, I guess, in their barracks that got shore leave. Is this uh, the first number, aside from the opening title thing? Yeah. Because this is also... you get you, I, This is something I noticed uh, maybe because I was watching a relatively HD copy of the movie. You get to see Frank Sinatra has some pretty crazy scarring on the back yeah, of his neck. I, I noticed that about halfway through. Uh, I looked it up, and it turns out uh, when he was born, a doctor fucked up his childbirth, uh, used some kind of fucked up forceps, and actually tore some of the skin off of his cheek and off the back of his neck. Forceps are fucking terrible. And so for the rest of his life, he had to wear pancake makeup on one cheek and like was always really self-conscious about showing the back of his neck because it's like this thick rope of scar tissue. Yeah. around his neck Fucking and you actually forceps, get to see man. it really clearly right here yeah uh, also, I have forceps because I use forceps when I fucking get salad at the salad bar. They're not that vicious. So what are they gonna do to a baby? Those are salad tongs. Well, aren't they the same thing, right? <laughs> like the forceps have like spikes or razor blades on them. What the hell? Also, I've never noticed it before, but Gene Kelly has a scar on he his. He does left in this cheek. movie because I've seen it, like I've watched Singing in the Rain a thousand times. Maybe they just filled it in like with some spackle or something like that. But or we just never noticed. That's true too. Um. I do love that there's a, a joke in this movie about his ass. Ladies looking at yeah. his buckle. Hmm. There's a uh, uh, 
we get a scene of like a sailor making a phone call and being like, "Oh, come on, I'm, I got sure leave. Why can't we hook up?" Oh, and then he leaves, and then Jim Kelly's in line behind him. There's a whole bunch of sailors in line waiting yeah. to call their pussy to try to get it. And I'm just gonna let people know right now, the word "dames" is gonna get used liberally because in this it's, movie, it's one of those movies. This movie yeah. uses the word "dames" about. 80% of the time. More than woman or girl or female or any of that shit. Any yeah. word. Dames is thrown around. This is a movie like, made in 1945, yeah. for Christ's sake. Like, yeah. oh, look at About that dame folks over in there. the military. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this movie's got some... Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of Mexican shit in this movie. Right so, anyway. uh, Gene Kelly gets on the phone and starts... He calls Lola... And, like, starts fingering the receiver of the phone, basically. Oh, I never like, noticed that. He starts rubbing his finger <laughs> on the corner of the <laughs> phone like really suggestively. Like, or something? Uh, uh, and, like, being like, hey, Lola, how's it going? Oh, oh no. man. Yeah. Man, yeah. I want to see you. And then he, like, like basically cradles the balls of this phone and, like, <laughs> oh, whispers, no. like, <laughs> and all the guys behind him are super creepy and, like, trying to listen in on this dirty talk he's doing with Lola. Yeah. Uh... Uh, but then Frank. Wow, com- yeah, you gotta get stuck in a reverie there. Had yeah. a little stroke. But then, but then Frank comes up behind, uh, to make his phone call and he picks up the phone and is like, hey, give me what I want, baby. And you see on the other end of the line, it's some chick. And she's like, when the when the tone happens, the time will be 3.02. Boom, bing, boom. Yeah. And he's like, oh, thanks. Doll. I thought there was gonna be more jokes about that in this movie. Yeah, no. yeah. But then hangs up the phone because he, he wants to call a girl too, but he can't because he doesn't know any. So he called the time. Wugga, wugga, wugga. Um. So we get a we get a quick shot of that widely well known an establishing shot of that widely well known neon Hollywood s- sign in the Hollywood Hills. You remember the neon Hollywood sign in the hills? I must have missed that because I must have been taking notes. I just must have been looking down when that happened. Yeah. Is it? Is, so it's the the normal Hollywood sign that we always see. It's no, not like Hollywood, Hollywood it, Land even no, or anything it's not like even that. Hollywood but it's all neon lit. Yeah, it's a neon sign. I wonder sign. if they actually did that for. It makes sense they would have done that for at least a while. I know it's not like that these Fuck, days because they have know. spotlights shining on it. That's interesting. Okay. And then, oh lord, some kid is singing. Anchors away, my son. Oh fuck! Uh, that's one of the things where I'm like, oh, this is like, Ziggy, a, get me out of here. Like, this is like a movie made for your grandparents, even if you're like living in 1945. <laughs> it's like, oh no, god damn it! And it's Dean's fucking Stockwell, which yeah. I didn't realize until 20 minutes into this movie. But yeah, because it's not, he's not a 60 year old man smoking <laughs> yeah. cigarettes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, uh, he's got like curly red hair and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, he's wearing a sailor cap and uh. A... Oh god, this kid is so smackable. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh Jesus. Just like every kid from this era of films. Where the only reason you got into the movie because you're so adorable and like uh, me and me. And he's so wearing he's wearing a robe with a the uh, anchor on it, yeah. embroidered on it. Where's Popeye and in this movie? He's going to join the navy. Oh shucks, isn't the, it cute? In the middle of the night, and he's just wandering and yeah. And so some cop comes up and is like, "Hey kid, what are you doing?" He's like, "I'm going." join the navy the hobo already suffered to suck my dick for 10 cents i didn't take him up on it but maybe and the cop is like hey no come on we're yeah, going we're, we're going we're going At down to the police station somebody and he's in like this i don't universe... want to be a police officer i want to join the navy yeah i do appreciate that somebody in this universe does not think that's cute they're like no you can't be doing this kid <laughs> this is precocious but you're gonna die yeah well, it's do not we, like the Navy would have taken him. Do we always skip past the part where Frank Sinatra drinks a whole milkshake in one slurp? No. 
That's, that's my favorite later. part of the movie. Um, anyway, yeah, okay. But uh, so Frank Sinatra is following behind Gene Kelly, basically stalking him. Yeah, in a weird way. I thought they were friends. I guess maybe they're not friends. You just Gene Kelly saved Frank Sinatra's life, and now Sinatra's all being like, hey, "You're my friend forever now." It's like turning into the cable guy for a moment. And like, how oh, I don't remember exactly what happens, but they like maybe that does happen then, but they. I guess it could be the part where he drinks the whole thing in one Because they're hanging out during doing yeah. stuff. It's one of my earliest notes, yeah. So it was like, nice pinky ring, Frank. Cause he's oh, got yeah. A fucking big, chunky pinky he's, ring on. He's this fucking hoodlum from that. New York. Yeah, I don't think they'd let that be in the Navy. Yeah, and like it's funny that he's playing this like kind of nervous, like, I don't know what to do around women. Well, you know, he goes home and like, you know, gets the fucking polio blister sucked off his cock by god knows how many different women but yeah and, and frank sinatra at this age is one scrawny that's goofy looking motherfucker he looked like skeleton had sex with et and had a baby it just goes to show that people back then were like oh he's got a sexy voice and blue eyes yeah do you think some girls were like 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 when they finally after like hearing his voice on the radio so they saw the picture and like well he's acceptable at least <laughs> Because uh, he was a huge crooner. It was a big deal. Like, like, like yeah, he was in the, with the mob because he was such a big enter- live entertainer with mm-hmm. people. It's not like they had to hide him behind a shroud when he was singing in public. But he is a goofy-looking dude. Oh, he's, yeah. yeah, especially standing next to, like, Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly, yeah! He's all scrawny. And Gene Kelly's, like, thick, thick and athletic and... Fucking Gene Kelly. Frank Sinatra is literally wafer thin. At least you can believe that Gene Kelly would be the one to save Sinatra's life and not vice versa. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Um, but it turns out that, that Frank Sinatra, a.k.a. also known as Brooklyn, yeah. uh, he can't get dames. He don't know how to talk to the dames. Damn. And he wants, he wants Gene Kelly... Uh, Joey to teach him how to talk to James. I do like his logic that because Gene Kelly has saved his life, he's yeah, not he responsible says, for his says, life and the quality of that he life. Says, you saved my life, so you owe me. And he's like, what? Which I th- I thought that was cute. I thought there was you know obviously I thought it was going to be the opposite thing where like yeah where it's it's maybe maybe Sinatra's obligated to help Gene Kelly out because yeah yeah and Gene Kelly's like all right pretend I'm a dame coming down the street and he does this great like fan forward kind of like yeah. dame walk it's 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 great yeah Gene <laughs> Kelly is awesome yeah yeah and then, was Gene Kelly Gene Kelly had to be an awful human being because he's no, so so great on the screen so. really okay yeah, I, I don't I haven't heard you anything know, like a wife beater him. or anything like I don't that think or so. was he gay? Not just unsure. I don't want to be that guy who assumes just because someone's attractive and a theater performer that they must be gay. I'm not sure. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm sure um, there were probably some kind of rumors around like that. But yeah, uh, Frank Sinatra's like, "Excuse me, Miss Lady," and Gene Kelly's like, "Ah, oh, no, no." He does this weird like, <laughs> yeah. "Ah, no, no" sound. Uh, this movie. So then, all of a sudden, a cop comes out of nowhere and is like, "Hey, you Navy boys." You gotta come with me down to the station. Randomly, yeah. Like... And they're like, no. And he's like, no, at least one of you needs to come in. And Gene's like, no. And, but the cop grabs Gene Kelly and throws him in the squad car. And Brooklyn's like, I'll come with you too. Yeah. So then they both go down to the police station. And the police are sitting in there like, um, we're kind of incompetent. And this kid won't tell us his name or where he lives. Oh, we thought that maybe since you guys are in the Navy and he wants to join the Navy, you guys could help us because we are dumb. Could you imagine a real-life police department going out and pulling someone off the street just because they found a kid who's dressed like that person's occupation? 
interrupting whatever it is that they're doing, saying, "Hey, we need. We're not going to tell you what's going on, but we need you to come down to downtown with us." Yeah. Oh, by the way, we found a kid also dressed like a mailman. We need you to take care. <laughs> take take adopt this mailman kid. Fucking hell. Yeah. So, uh, the Gene Kelly's like, "What's your name? Where do you live?" And he's like, um, "Donald Martin." Blah blah blah. Seventeenth and the most child actor kind of way. Man, man, man. And he's like, "I'm gonna join the navy." And he's like, "Oh, well, if you want to do that, you have to get a letter from your mother and father." And he yeah. goes, "I don't have a mother and father." And everybody's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> he's like, "I live with my aunt." And they're like, "Oh my well." My parents died in Vietnam. Will, will her signature be good enough? And they're like, "Fucking sure, why not?" So they go break into this kid's house. Yeah, the do- the house is all fucking locked up and shit. But the the kid snuck out of his window. Uh, so the cop bails. He's like, "Hey, you guys are on your own. I'm out of here." Yeah, I got I got police to police. Yeah. Well, no, he doesn't. He's got a date. Oh, that's what it was. Everyone's and fucking... Gina's like, "What the I'm fuck do you think it, I got?" I'm assuming it must be Saturday night in New York, and that's why everyone's so hot to fuck that night. Yeah. Except it's you know I through half of the fucking movie, even though I saw the Hollywood sign at the start of it. I was like, oh, it's fucking. I was like, this is this is a weird New York, but it's Hollywood. I guess it is because they're obviously filming a New York strip, like the film lot sets. Yeah. That's why. But I thought it was. I, I keep I, on thinking for yeah, some that's reason right. my brain is like. Well, then it becomes a plot point later because I think probably because Sinatra finds a Brooklyn girl at the Mexican cafe. Well, also yeah. probably doesn't help that I like equate musical sailors with New York, New well, York. Think, it's a hell of a town, think, especially in 1945. You think they would just be coming? Well, I guess they're, if they're on duty. It makes sense. Spring that they would be on West Coast Field. Harbor. Yeah. <laughs> Man, also at this beginning of this movie, you've seen White Christmas, right? Yeah. Yeah. This kind. of... Two army buddies are also both musically talented. Got me kind of thinking about that too. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, so Gene calls Lola and is like, "Oh, I didn't forget about you, baby. You just gotta wait." And he like he's sitting in a chair while he's calling her. And he like starts stroking the arm <laughs> of the chair like it's a leg. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah. Gene Kelly, I think he needs to see a doctor because he has definitely had an erection that has lasted for more than four hours waiting um, for Lola. Yeah. I wonder how many people he's killed just so he can get back home <laughs> like, sooner. Frank Sinatra to... is sitting behind him and he like keeps, while Gene's on the phone, he keeps like pr- pressing his body against Gene so he can listen closer. I'm like, and I feel like Gene Kelly was probably like, dude, what could you doing? get your dick off my back? I can nipples <laughs> through your shirt on my back and yeah. it's just kind of like give me some space, man. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so Gene Kelly's like, "What's some old dan- your aunt's not at home?" And he like finds a note that's like, "Hey yo, I'm the babysitter. Uh, Donald's sleeping upstairs, so I left early." And he's like, Bleh. And then he's like, "What old dame is gonna be out on the town this late at night?" And it turns out, oh, she's not an old dame. She's watching an opera, and she's a young pretty thing. I do like this little juke out here with the whole opera thing, and yeah. Mm. Uh, she's young and quote unquote beautiful even though sometimes her eyes point different directions I hate to say it because I'm a big fat ugly guy <laughs> I have no I should not be throwing any stones in this fucking glass house but she kind of looks like a human version of a pug 
dog <laughs> a little bit because she she looks like an extreme well, caricature of a woman from the 40s with her eyes kind of shooting off in two different directions she looks just kind of strange she's also got i don't know how to describe them like the at least we were the talking lips, about sinatra looks weird too the it's not like application that they do on people the back super then pursed lips. like well no not super pursed but like the ridge is really far out on the side of the top lip. Yeah. Lip. So, but it's not. It's just. It, it's it was the style out, at the out time. Of the but, yeah. But it made the lips look weird, and it didn't help how far apart her eyes looked. Yeah. Like that's, I took that's... a. I paused the movie at one point, and you can see this on my Twitter. Uh, I paused the movie at one point and took a screen cap because I just happened to pause this <laughs> on this face she's making where she's like, her eyes really are, and just... her eyes are really just branching off in a different direction. Fourteen different directions. She's one of those people where if you put your fist or her like between her eyes, your arm would disappear about halfway <laughs> to her face. Yeah, from her perspective, but uh, but anyway, yeah, that's enough looks about the lady about yeah. this. But she's but she, okay. But, yeah. She gets dropped off at home in a car full of other. Oh no! But ladies. she's at the opera, but it's yeah. not the opera. No. There, it they're filming yeah. a movie that happens to take place at the opera, so she's actually an extra in this movie yeah. scene. Yeah. Uh, and she tries to talk to the guy who was just singing on stage, but he leaves before she can that's talk not the guy that they're going after through the rest of the movie is it i don't think so because that guy's a piano player and this guy's an opera singer yeah exactly yeah um but she gets home and gene kelly immediately jumps all over her being like hey what kind of the dame would leave I a mean, kid home alone like this and yeah. it's like gene you read the note from the babysitter she didn't leave him home alone yeah quit being an asshole Joe, you're a douche. He got, he's got to dig a hole that he got to climb out of to find love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he keeps, like, saying, oh, you left a kid all alone. He keeps saying that. It's like, no, she didn't. <sighs> Pay attention to your own thing. Yeah. So, Brooklyn and Joe leave, and she f- follows him outside for whatever reason, and Donald's inside being like, <laughs> crying and throwing a fit because the Navy guy has left. Even though it's probably like fucking this midnight. This kid's got emotional issues. Oh, for sure. Well, yeah. his parents are dead. <laughs> They're dead, but also like he's clinging to these two Navy guys that like it's it's yeah. So, Turns out he murdered his own parents. No one has discovered this yet. So they go back inside, and Donald's like, "Ah, oh, you you promised you'd help me to get her a letter." And they're like, "Oh, oh, right, right. Uh, we need a letter from you to uh for him to join the Navy." And at some point, they're like, can he read or write? And she's like, nah, he's truant all the fucking time. And they're like, oh, come on, kid. The Navy don't want no dopes. Are you a dope? You can't read and write. You're a dope. You got to go to school. Learn how to I, read I, and I write. I feel like they convinced this kid he's got to buckle down. Yeah. Yeah. School stuff. Yeah. So, uh, the... And the entire time this is all happening, Frank Sinatra's like, eh, 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 making googly eyes at Aunt Susan, which is the lady's name. Yeah. Um, so, then they're like, uh, they're gonna, the Aunt Susan's like, oh, these boys have to leave. They're, they're, they've got better things to do all night. And Donald says, no, they don't. They're on leave. Fuck you, kid. You don't know my life. Kid, I'm gonna beat you to death with a fucking sledgehammer you know shut the fuck up and go to bed yeah he's like god damn i want joe to tuck me in like you fucking jeez louise and they would be like these guys would be completely like fine like by law if they just walk the fuck out just wash their hands of Susie, the kid 
Just go on their fucking yeah. leave and do what they want to do because mm-hmm. fuck this whole situation. Yeah. So they go tuck the kid in. And they have it. fought and almost died for their country just to get home, just to yeah. do. Yeah, just they yeah. go upstairs and tuck the kid in, and then he's like, "I want a night night song." And they're like, "Oh fuck, kid, come on!" God damn it. So, uh, <laughs> what if they had turned out to be like just awful singers, being like, <laughs> "Go to sleep." <laughs> Hey, good night. Turns out this Close kid is out. Close your just... eyes and enough to Would do... he just be like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> You're freaking me out, man. <laughs> yeah, he just he was just lucky enough to befriend two world-class uh, entertainers yeah. as, as not so Navy So Brooklyn sings him a song, and but Joe also falls asleep. And instead of being like, hey, Joe, come on, let's go. The kid's asleep. He's like, Frank Sinatra's like... Oh, and goes downstairs and just fucking leaves Joe. It is fucked up that to like Sinatra sings "Fuck the Pain Away" <laughs> to the kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Brooklyn wants that girl pussy downstairs. You gotta try and get with that, even though he can't talk to girls. Oh, He's shucks, shy. Yeah. Uh, so they're talking for a little bit, but then all of a sudden Gene Kelly's run downstairs like, oh, oh, what time is it? Holy fuck! I gotta get to that Lola. Uh, and. Once again, Gene is like, or Joe, whatever you want to call it, is like really mean to Susan. It's like, what do you have against Susan? Just because her nephew's a real piece of work and annoying as shit, you don't got to be mean to the aunt. She's a single parent trying to do her best because she got screwed over by the, yeah, the, by the, the, the babysitter. Come on, man. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, I mean, it's obviously just setting it up so like it's kind of a love-hate relationship at the beginning of the film, but yeah. It's, yeah. But they can't get to Lola, so they go back to, I guess... But I guess it, it seems like a barracks in a hotel room that they yeah put it's slightly up confusing for, yeah for the shore leave uh, navy guys to yeah. stay at free of charge. It's a nice hotel too. It's, it's got a big banner that says like well it looks like a very navy. New York hotel again. It doesn't look like a West Coast hotel of yeah. that time too because it's all big pillars and places. Yeah, even palace. though this would have been filmed on the in L A. Yeah, time. that's funny too. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, so they. Kelly and and Frank start trying to sell that they were out all night with the dames yeah. instead of like babysitting a, a, a fucking a, a, kid. a rotten kid. Um, and then we got a song about peer pressuring a girl into kissing you, which I I mean, mm, Gene Kelly sings it about like oh she didn't want my kiss but I eventually broke her down and she kissed me, but then like. I guess it's equal opportunity because then Frank sings a song of like, oh, she wanted to kiss me, but I didn't want her to. But eventually she broke me down and then she kissed me. I guess it's equal opportunity creeps. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, the, the mid-century creepiness, like, yeah, it's... And, I can see kind of being kind of playful about how, like, you know, the genders, how being coy, you don't want to be kissed, but you really do want to be yeah. kissed, but you pretend you don't, and stuff like that, but... Yeah, no, in this in this age where, yeah, no, that reads definitely reads definitely now these days. And, like, having Frank Sinatra and Gene Kelly sing, like, together... They don't have... Well... Gene Kelly is a natural, like, performer and, like, works in musical, th- like, theater really well. He projects and entirely Sinatra different. Sinatra just kind of stands there and moves his arm a little bit and, like, eh, Well, he's also, eh, like, a nightclub entertainer stiff, where like, he just kind of croons a little yeah. bit and that's it. Whereas Gene Kelly's does, very yeah. forward-facing, very energy. Frank Sinatra like, doesn't feel 
he he probably eventually got natural. I, yeah, more natural. This with is it. Still I don't, Kelly. Yeah, at the beginning of his real big public, like, he just feels stiff and awkward and like he shouldn't. He doesn't belong. Well, not to jump ahead too far, but like supposedly, like one of the big rumors is that Sinatra forever got really grumpy at held a grudge against uh, Kelly as a result of his performance overshadowing his in this film. Granted. Gene Kelly's also more of like his character is just a bigger part than than Sinatra's, even though they're yeah. the, both the the co leads of the film. He's more of the actual yeah, like it's protagonist. Like Frank but Sinatra like, has a huge ego that he no, and Sinatra can croon, but he can't dance and he can't like sing like like Gene. Yeah, Gene Kelly's just more of an old. He's the whole package. Yeah, Frank Sinatra's a crooner, but he can't. Like, it's 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 a little yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I mean for Sinatra's great and he sings good, but yeah, it's, yeah, he Frank Sinatra and he's not terrible at fake faking tapping because they do a little bit oh, yeah, yeah, of just, footwork in this scene and he's not bad at faking it he can do the moves fine enough obviously gene kelly is gonna outdance well, him in every turn but... since sinatra's whole persona turned into kind of like the kind of like the lazy lays about kind of too cool for school kind of like yeah not really gonna put too much into energy into anything and that's the complete opposite of what Gene Kelly's whole thing was. His entire life was, really, yeah, again, very forward-facing yeah. and make sure he could, he's making sure that you can read and hear him from across the room if you have to. And, so yeah. so earlier, G- Joe talked to Lola and was like, all right, I'll pick you up at 10 a.m. or whatever. Yeah. We'll get together then. But then fucking Brooklyn is an asshole. <laughs> And just is sitting in a well, rocking a chair. Well, until like 1.30 yeah, in the afternoon. Watch, he's just sitting in a rocking chair, smiling, watching him Why sleep he until 1.30. Why does he do this? Is he trying to sabotage his, uh, Gene Kelly's so relationship with, the, with Lola so he'll go back to the kid? With the way this first part of the movie goes, it really feels like it's starting off to be more of a gay love triangle. Yeah. Like, Frank it's... Sinatra seems like he's got... Or, or I should say Brooklyn, not Frank Sinatra. Brooklyn seems like he's like gunning to he's, get yeah Joe. yeah obviously it doesn't turn out that way but trying to sabotage your relationships it, with women it definitely would not have happened back then but that, i was like this feels like right brooklyn's like oh yeah. i want him all to myself looking at this I'm with a modern eye it gets a little like hmm, but yeah, yeah there's no reason because Joe wakes up and is like, "Oh, what time is it?" And Frank like stands in front of the clock and is like, "Oh, it's still early." And he's Joe's like, "Get out of the way." And he's like, uh-huh, and steps to the side and he's like, "What the fuck?" And like chases him around the room trying to beat the shit out of him. Yeah, justifiably. And so. the wait staff shows up. And they're like, "Oh yeah, uh, Brooklyn told us to be really quiet because yeah. he didn't want to. You wake up because you were out super late last night. And you you sacrificed so much for your country, and we're here to serve you." And he's like, "Motherfucker, you fucked me on this." Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he should, I mean, he should have at least gotten one punch in. Yeah. Fuck. God damn. But, uh, but then for, uh, Brooklyn's like, oh, you promised you'd go visit Donald today. And Frank Sinatra should have been like, what the f- what, what is wrong with you? You already ruined a quarter of my leave time. Now you're trying to set me on a fucking hangout yeah. with the Big Brother's and Big jo- Sister campaign with this fucking kid. And, yeah. and, and Joe's like, oh, I'm never going back to that house. <laughs> Smash cut to them going back to the house. Wugga, 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 wugga. Old grandpa humor. This movie totally made for your grandparents. Yeah, so they go back yeah. to the house, and at some point, Gene's like, aren't you a little Is young? Is it in the middle of the day, too? Yeah. yeah. Gene Kelly's like, aren't you a little young to be raising a kid? Fucking rude, Gene. The kid's <laughs> parents are dead. To be fair, she's his aunt, and he's like five. Like, how, like, yeah, it's not like... Yeah. And also, what is it with... 
the other people in this movie calling her Aunt Susan and not just calling her Susan. I like my, constantly. They're yeah, like enough that even in my notes, she's just Aunt Susan because like, that's con- just how like, she's. Like, yeah. like Gene will be talking to her and be like, "Oh, Aunt Susan, you're you're pretty today." Or whatever. the weird thing at the very end of the movie, she's introduced as Aunt Susan too to to, to, to the <laughs> like, army, yeah. yeah, or to the yeah, navy audience. Um, yeah. So uh, Joe talks up Brooklyn and is like, "Hey, he likes you. You guys should go on a date." Uh, and okay, they'll go on a date now, but tomorrow, because I have a date today. So they go, she's like, I actually have to go upstairs and get ready for it right now. So they go outside. I totally missed this part. I must have been taking notes. Uh, they go outside and her date pulls up in his car and he's just some goofy looking yeah. average motherfucker. Okay. But, but Gene Kelly is like, hey, you can't let her date him. If, if she dates him, she'll never get with a guy like you. Oh yeah, I don't remember that part. Yeah. So they go inside and kind of just mill about for a little bit. And I can't... Bill, this couldn't have even been acceptable back then. Oh, the whole... So they start... They bring the date in, right? Yeah. Why, well, where, no, where they has go she inside. Gone? She's upstairs changing to get ready oh, for that's the date. Because I thought she was outside of the so, house and but, comes in. But yeah, no, but this they is start and tumble. They start... They start a smear con- campaign? They start... Not yeah. Not since the entire America was against Hitler. Talking about we have to take that motherfucker down. They basically start being like, Oh, oh, you, know, she oh some... you know her? How do you know her? Oh, the whole Navy knows her. Her pussy like bubble yum. It's like just sometimes crater. She... Sometimes oh, a sailor God. will be walking up to her house and one will be leaving at the same time. Her and vagina they... is radioactive <laughs> from so many they, STDs. They sing a song about what a loose whore she is. I know. I know. And like, it took me a while to, like, I thought they were just going to say, well, she's busy or she's an active, yeah, I, I, like, like mom for this kid. When this was starting, I was like, are they implying no. she's a and it could, trollop it's or a, a prostitute? It's a 10-minute scene of them just convincing this one guy that she has fucked every man in the Navy. Yeah, yeah they're like, oh, we, she's like sailors so much. If we've got a whole song about it, we sing, and he's God. like, the the date is like, oh, well, sing it for me then. And they're like, okay. So they, quote, unquote, improv a song about Susie and, like, spell out her name and then that letter with each name. And, like, I'm surprised they don't spell Susie as S-L-U-T or and something. This couldn't like, it's, have been acceptable even back then. Because it's not subtle. And no. it's just, man, yeah. And it's important as a woman. She she's she known these guys for less than twelve hours. Yeah, like it's like so oh she my comes God. downstairs and her date's like, oh well, I shouldn't be associated with a girl like you. Good day, and leaves. And she's like, what the fuck did you two just do? <laughs> yeah, and they're like, oh, uh, it's nothing. We just thought that you wouldn't want to date him because you know it's it's. And she's like, oh, what the fuck did you do? And they're like, oh, we didn't know. She's telling them like, she's like, you know what? I know you guys want to fuck me, but you're before here for four <laughs> days and like, leave. I got to get someone in this house to help me take care of this goddamn kid. Well, even then, no, she's me. like, I've been work- I, I haven't had a date in forever, and this guy could have got me on audition. Well, exactly, yeah. And she starts crying, and Shane Kelly and, like, Frank Sinatra are like, oh, man. Yeah. Maybe, maybe so. we shouldn't have a sung a song about what a slut you are. <laughs> That'd be funny. Because like, you're not we, a slut. We wrote a song about you, at least maybe it'd make you feel better if we sing part of it. Oh, your legs are always open, Susie. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's... She's working on her back tonight, Larry. She's not here right now. Yeah, like, who yeah. would have expected her to be upset about you guys calling her She'd a whore, basically? She'd be within the rights to pull out a gun and start shooting at him. 
Holy so, shit. So now, so then to Get fix the this problem, yeah. Gene Kelly decides to lie about, about... Which, by all rights... Brooklyn knowing some pianist that she was really excited What's to, the to dude's get name for a turby jose the weirdest name jose a turby who's an, uh, like that's an actual dude he's playing himself oh really yeah he must be turkish or something yes, that's a weird name turkish. yeah um but he's he's talking about how they know turby jose turby and now we're in mexico because they're going mexico, out that or is night. It just the mexican cafe it seems like I it's mean, outdoors. LA's not that close. That's the confusing thing, because LA's not that close to. It's very much Mexico, but so, there is like okay. this Mexican cafe with a Mexican town around. You remember it. the, if if it was there when you went, the Mexican portion of Disney World at Epcot. Yeah. You go inside and it's like that. Yeah. That's what this is. It's all like Mexican hanging pots and yeah. like fucking pinatas and shit. The, like and that. donkeys just yeah. walking around. Just donkeys. This is, wait, I'm actually going to look this up. LA, Mexico, just to see. Because I know San Diego <laughs> is right on the border there. But that's not this. Yeah. Go ahead. But they go to a restaurant with the girl, both of them, Joe and, and uh, Brooklyn. And. Oh, yeah. No, there's fucking. That's not, yeah, no, that's not, yeah, 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 yeah. This is, so, geographically, this makes absolutely no fucking no, sense. But, okay, yeah. So there, she's like, bring us enchiladas! <laughs> what? Free no, enchiladas! People at the time, especially if you don't live on the West Coast, this would probably be an exotic, crazy thing. Like, oh, Mexican enchiladas, like, I would assume, I guess, maybe? And she's like, it's my treat, boys, and they're like, oh, we can't let you pay for us, and she's like, no, 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 I will not be paying <laughs> for this that, food. Yeah. I will pay for it in a different way. And it turns out they're right. She goes in and fucks the wait staff. Which I thought that Shocking. Was, I was afraid. Like, oh my God, what if they're going to make this like into a thing where she actually does just fuck everybody. No, but like, it turns out, turns no. out she, Miss Abbott, would sing in her dress with the giant sunflowers on it. <laughs> also, she will sing opera to like really glossy fake Mexican music, which yeah. is kind of a weird combination. With like oh! Caucasian dudes made up to look like... <laughs> Spaniards. There's there's a girl that Gene Kelly dances with later that I can't tell if she's actually is Latino that they even brown faced up even yeah. more because she no, looks that, like yeah. weird, but yeah, that's, also it's a weird think, technical. Yeah, that's not a judgment call we should probably make. I know exactly, but just everyone like the Mexicans in this movie just look kind of I yeah, who the fuck knows, but yeah. Son tells me the makeup department for movies like these weren't really used to making up people who weren't scorchingly white. So, but you know, yeah. Joe is about to leave, but then he is enraptured with her singing yeah. and watches her be like, oh, that girl's got a voice. Yeah, Wonder what else she can do she with sings, that throat. The more she sings, the more her eyes just drift apart and the more beautiful she gets. <laughs> uh, she sings like, it's the only the tango you love. <laughs> I love all the fake stupid Mexican shit in this movie. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so it looks like uh, Joe is starting to feel regret about being a fucking scumbag. A little bit, hopefully. And lying yeah. about her and lying to her that they know this famous oh pianist. Um, so then they're like, Joe goes up and is like, hey, Brooklyn, you should dance with, with Susan now. And Brooklyn's like, oh, I only know the waltz. But then the music changes. They're like, like this fancy Mexican music. Quote unquote Mexican music. So yeah, instead, yeah. Gene and Susan go out to the dance floor and they don't, like, I don't know how to dance. It's high school dancing, is what they do, where they just hold each other's hands and just bounce back yeah, and yeah, forth yeah. from foot to foot. You don't need to know how to dance to that. 
All I have to do uh, shift your weight in music and time to the music. Yeah. But um, then Brooklyn's sitting at the table watching them dance. Is this when he meets and he, the lady? He starts to sing a song about how, oh, yeah, how, how yeah. he can't talk to dames. He just don't know how to do it. But then this blonde girl comes up and like rests her arms on uh, next to him. She and just... is the real world daughter of Ralph Cramden's mother-in-law from the Honeymooners. <laughs> just throwing that out that there. That is obscure as fuck. <laughs> I looked it up. Uh, and, but she's watching him singing like just getting soaked. With his voice, just watching. His goofy-ass fucking pork-chop-looking face crooning. <laughs> She's falling in love with him. And yeah. then he finishes singing, and she says, You sing just like a boyd. And he's like, Oh, are you from Brooklyn? She's like, Yeah, how do you know? Oh, Flatbush. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'm from there, too. And you're like, Oh! And so I always this love that fucking when- girl... Never gets a name. In the in the on IMDb, she is credited as Girl no. from Brooklyn. <laughs> I, I I this is one of my favorite tropes in movies. And, like and these, also where the Frank second Sinatra's... banana gets the gets like the second banana girl, and in this case, can't they, they couldn't even bother to come up with a name for the character. And Frank Sinatra's oh. nickname is Brooklyn, and he also calls her Brooklyn. Her name is Brooklyn because they're from Brooklyn. So is everybody from Brooklyn characters. just Brooklyn? Yeah, yeah. If you go to Brooklyn and just walk out into the middle of the street and say, Hey, Brooklyn! Oh well, everybody turn and say, Yes, that is my name yeah. because I am from there. I love it. Yeah, this, this movie's crazy. <laughs> I, I, movie, yeah, movie logic of this era cracks me up. But yeah, I, I've always loved that thing where like the consolation girl for the second banana in all these movies, and she's always kind of goofy looking. But uh, like in this movie, they're always more interesting than the actual leading female. Female. Uh, but yeah, she's th- this actress has way more personality than the actual main lady star in this flick. But then she starts to talk to like Brooklyn, and like she's he's like, I can't talk to dames, and she's like, Are you talking to me? And he's like, Yeah, but that's different. You're from Brooklyn. You're not a real female. You're from Brooklyn. But I can see the logic in that. Yeah. I apologize for using the word female, but I haven't female. in forever. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I should have used the word dames. You're you're <laughs> not a dame. Broads. You're f- <laughs> Broads, you're from Brooklyn. please. Yeah. Uh, so Gene is just getting just all kinds of randy while he's dancing with Susan. Like, he's he's practically... He starts <laughs> tripoding with his <laughs> penis. Practically, he just starts smelling her hair. Just, oh, you smell like but your This m- is the first time he has been around a woman in what, eight it's months. It's true. Yeah, you smell so. like your mother. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> and they... So, they, they, so they, little Timmy's at home, like, in bed all by himself. No one's looking at I'm him. I'm sure the babysitter's there. Oh, okay. I forgot there was a babysitter in play. But they're walking down the street back to her house, just seeing at the top of their lungs and fuck people that do that kind of shit. Oh, God. Like, when you're, this when you're you get, about to fall asleep and you hear... I you live hear, next to the bars, yeah. and I know how you that works. You hear people walking down the street, you're like, oh, fuck you, I was about to pass out. There's been a couple wannabe Gene Kellys and Frank Sinatra's walking past this house at 2 o'clock in the morning, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So, it turns out they're gonna lie to her, and, and like, well, we find out that they're... Have they They've already, already decided to lie because they already made the yeah. lie the night before that they know this. Yeah, they know the guy, guy, but they got her an audition. With That's him. what they they tell her. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, "Hey, we got you an audition," and she's like, "When?" And they're like, "Uh, uh Saturday at eleven thirty. And like, they could have just been like, "Oh, we don't know yet. He's very busy." Yeah, but instead, they just keep digging this hole deeper and deeper. 
And she's pretty stroked about that fake audition now. What you do is you make up a date that's like like the day after you have to go back into the, the, the Navy. So when she gets disappointed, like, you're not going to be there. It's not like she can come after yeah. you or anything like that. You're going to be halfway to Okinawa again by then. Speaking of halfway, halfway through the movie. We're getting really? there. Yeah, this is the halfway point. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, um, which makes us recording for 46 minutes at this point. Yeah. She sings a song and her eyes are going in all the directions. <laughs> She's like she's like the crazy Mogwai Gremlins too. The with the eyes keep on flying off in fifteen different directions. Yeah. Uh. So um, the goofy Gremlin. Brooklyn decides to try to get into the studio to talk to this guy to try to get her an audition, but he has to have a pass. The security guard's like, "You can't go in without a pass." Yeah. And then he's like, "Hey, I want to meet that guy." And the lady at the counter or whatever's like. Well, do you have an appointment? And he's like, no. And she's like, well, fucking tough luck. And he's yeah. like, oh. I can't remember. How does he actually get in? No, it's not. Oh, okay. We get like a, a quick scene where um, we we're we're basically watching like a scene from the Reluctant Dragon where they're recording like pianos and pu- stuff. And I don't think like Jose is. Conducting, <laughs> he's conducting at the same time he's trying to play play the piano, and yeah. I don't think it works that well, way. Also, they're not going to have a live like orchestra on arms. set while the film is being filmed. Yeah, he's swinging his arms around conducting, but then he'll play the piano. And yeah, like, this is a very cartoony idea how Hollywood movie that. music worked. Yeah, I mean, I might be wrong. If I, if you're a famous conductor and and have done this, <laughs> you'll let me know. Your your ego so tied to be a conductor, even when you like, not only will you make yourself the first player piano, <laughs> but you also make like I know what this sounds crazy but I still have to conduct I can have one arm free to kind of like the throw around yeah, yeah, I can kind of see that but Brooklyn still can't get in that happened okay. that, and there's that that's the musical section meanwhile there's... dipshit is he heads back to Aunt Susie's house right incorrect oh no he heads back to the he go, school he goes to Donald's school for whatever reason I think because they made a promise to Donald to go to the vaguely school. yeah there's a promise to Donald something something and Donald's telling his classmates about like Joe did this, and then he fought the Okinawans, and then Iwo Jima happened, and yeah. (laughs) Yep. He strangled a man and watched the light float out of his eyes. He says we're going to nuke them jobs next (laughs) month. I don't know if it's true, but I've heard rumors. Yeah. Uh, But, so Joe goes in and starts telling a story. And I don't know why he tells a story, but he starts telling Oh, he just starts making shit up. Yeah, well, no, you think this didn't really happen? (laughs) But we, like, zoom in. This is a documentary documentary portion of the film starts. Yeah. We we zoom in to... My note is, oh, no, it's a dream sequence in a mid-century Hollywood musical, which is though this never bodes well. Actually, this movie does, but... Yeah, yeah. but we zoom in to Donald's head, and, like, we see some trees. I love it's actually superimposed (laughs) over his forehead, Yeah. yeah. But then we go further in, and Gene Kelly's just, like, fucking, <laughs> like, prancing and skipping prancing. In, in, like, half-speed slow motion. One of my notes is actually, like, as as good as Gene Kelly dances, I actually, the way he move, like, his locomotion around a stage is actually even more impressive. Yeah. Because he really just does gracefully, I hate to say prance, because it sounds a bad No, he's prancing. Like, but he is prancing. He's straight up prancing. And it's this. great. It's just to watch him, like, move around a set is great. And, like, his outfit changes into more, I can't like, remember, yeah, what he just something, well, he's, something. He, it, what's he say? And this is a story it was, he's telling he was like, class. I was in the Navy, but it, it was back in the days where you had, like, it was white with blue stripes on the shirt 
and a hat with a red poofball on Oh, it. yeah. He's kind of dressed like little Lord Fauntleroy a little bit. You, you, but, like, he's in front of a giant <laughs> castle? You use little Lord Fauntleroy a lot Anybody with a little hat with a tassel. Let's put <laughs> that's all it takes He's is got a, a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man hat on. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But he's prancing and, like, skipping around and rolling in the grass and shit. But <laughs> in, then, in oh, this oh, cartoon universe. He fell in a hole. He fell in a hole. And Does he fall in a hole? I missed that part. Yeah, and there's a tunnel in front of him, and then he goes through the tunnel. I think I blacked out during this part. And, All I remember is he's dancing in front of, a ca- of and, a castle. And now he's in Storybook Land with a uh. fucking bunch of straight-up Bambi ripoffs. Yeah, no. Poorly drawn Can you Bambi tell ripoffs. They asked Walt Disney first, and Disney said, nah, we got shit to do. We can't be animated <laughs> cartoons for your fucking fucking musical but he's yeah. like singing and dancing and playing his little piccolo flute whatever <laughs> and they're like all the animals are like no I don't course, do it the whole plot of the movie whole, not that there's been much plot but this is like really this is like Michael Jackson Moonwalker levels yeah. of let's just randomly do shit that has nothing to do with the story of the plot of the rest of the film for 15 minutes they're like no singing no dancing it's the law yeah and he's like, what are you talking about? And the, ba- the Bambi knockoff's like, don't do it. And just one giant <laughs> fucking tear falls out of its eye. And he's like, oh. oh God. And, yeah. and he start, he's like, fuck you. I'm going to sing and dance if I want. Do, do, do. And starts singing and dancing. And then the, all the animals are like, fuck this. I'm not we associated with this guy. We are die. Yeah. Everybody runs away. Fucking they're, Putin's they're going to get us. They're all scared to death of this, like, king that... The owl is like, hey, the, you can't sing Which, a dance. The king. They're building won't up let the king it. so much. It took me a while to realize what this reveal was. Because I know what the punchline to this is, but I was yeah. like, really? This is going to be like, <laughs> what? That's going to be the king? But yeah. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> Joe's like, oh, fuck it. I'll go see the king and change his mind. So he runs up to this castle in the background. Which I love he turns into an animated version of yeah. himself when he runs over the hill and yeah. suddenly he's a little cartoon version. Yeah. And it turns out Jerry is the king from Tom and Jerry. Yeah. And Tom brings him a platter of cheese, and Jerry's like, no, I'm too depressed. It's weird to hear Jerry speak. Yeah, Jerry's got a, a lady voice. Yeah. Because uh, it's cartoons. And then Tom goes away, and you don't see him again. Yeah. Uh, so when Joe's telling these kids the story, he's, was he like, and Jerry was there? <laughs> I'd like to think he was just kind of sitting around... He's like, yeah, well, he's Kaiser so saying it up. Yeah. Where he's just kind of looking around, and they had a Tom and Jerry, like, gold, little golden book on the shelf, and he's like, and, uh, yeah, and Tom and Jerry were there, and they were king, and for some reason, Jerry's <laughs> got fucked up about dancing, so and it's Jer- a footloose situation. He's yeah. like, hey, why are you such an asshole? And Jerry's like, I'm lonesome. And he's like, well, of course you're lonesome. You won't let anybody sing or dance. And he's like, huh, well, the king has to do everything better than everybody else, right? And I can't sing. I can actually appreciate this logic. Yeah, he's not evil. (laughs) I can't sing and I can't dance. So therefore, nobody gets to. Fuck you, Jerry. I'm assuming he had to build his own castle and also gets to write all of his own music and yeah, gets to breed his own horses, gets to shovel his own shit. So, but then Joe's like, "Ah, I'll teach you how to sing and dance. And then they dance together. They dance for like ten minutes. And, yeah. and it's actually not that long of a sequence. This no, is it's not by, bad. This is easily the most famous segment of the film. If you've yeah. ever seen old footage of a dude dancing with Jerry the Mouse, this mm-hmm. is what this film. This is the film where that came from. Yep. And it's actually done really well. Uh, this it. is done almost yeah. as good as MC Scat Cat. <laughs> Probably actually better. Well, oh no, actually, for sure. Well, one of the notes, uh, one of the details about this movie, I guess the first time they animated this, they didn't bother to animate the reflection of Jerry on the floor, which mm. made it look extra flat because they're they're dancing on a very shiny reflective yeah. floor of the castle, and uh, so they realized in order to actually kind of sell the illusion of uh, 
uh, Jerry actually being there. They had to go back and animate his reflection into the scene. Uh, it's interesting, too, because there's a lot of bits where you can tell they just must have taken footage of uh, Gene Kelly and, like, shrunk it down to Jerry's size and traced over it, because whenever, like, yeah, they're both yeah. doing the same steps... Like, suddenly Jerry's got the weight of a human being. Yeah. And, and, like, well, even when they first start, uh, uh, Gene Kelly takes Jerry's hand and they kind of run towards the camera. And you can see Jerry's arm gets really long and short, depending <laughs> on how, like, they're stepping against each mm -hmm. other and stuff. But it's actually, yeah, compared to, like, MC Scat Cat, this is at least as done as well. This, uh, aside from, like, some of the extra shadows and stuff they would put on characters in Roger Rabbit, this looks about as well yeah. excused as anything you'd see in Roger Rabbit. So, so they finish dancing, and Jerry's like, that was tight, yo! I'm gonna give you a that medal! That the shit! <laughs> now everyone's gonna have to put up with me dancing no matter what the fuck, now everyone's gonna have to dance! Now, now I make a rule all dancing all the time! You I'm can't stop dancing! I'm decision-making! You have not fixed the fundamental problem <laughs> in my kingdom! So then we go back to the real world, and Joe's like, and that's how I got this medal! <laughs> And then the teacher comes in and is like, recess is over! And oh, and I guess, like, uh, the one of the, the trivia, that, that that actual medal is actually just proof that he fought in Asia during mm. the Pacific War. So. And then that yeah. scene's over. Which okay. I'd like to think that actually is his actual recollection like of fighting, the, the, fighting. No fucking point to that scene at all except to get <laughs> just a cartoon remember, dancing with a live action. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing with mid-century musicals. It's like, what random shit can we do for two hours? Just entertain people and, yeah. Well, if it, it makes no sense with the rest of the film, we'll just make it. So, well, that's the thing. There's the like, there's a what Gene Kelly has dream sequence in uh, Singing in the Rain where he's like dancing in Paris. Mm. Is it Gene Kelly? Where it's like it's all abstract for like twenty minutes of the movie. The same yeah. thing happens. I think it's when he's dancing with Sid Charisse. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, who would you want to fuck Don more, Jerry or Sid Charisse? What? Who's got the better legs? What? So. <laughs> Donald follows Joe and is like, hey, loud. yo, stop. Uh, Aunt Susie wants to get you a gift, but don't tell her because of the audition you guys got her. She wants to help. So, and he's like, oh, I'll think about it. And he's like, okay, I'm out of here. And then Gene Kelly's like, oh, I feel guiltier and guiltier <laughs> with every passing moment. They really just, yeah, they're fucking themselves up in this. Uh, so, Gene Kelly meets up with uh, Brooklyn at the studio and is like, what, you haven't gotten in yet? And he's like, no, I can't get in. I have to have a pass. And he's like, uh, let me handle it. And goes up to the the, the lady and is like, uh, excuse me, I would like to see Jose. And she's like, do you have an appointment? And he's like, uh, yes, I do. And she's like, okay. And then they give him That's a pass. It, yeah, no, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, but they're walking through and Brooklyn takes a note from the Hidden Fortress because the security guard that wouldn't let him in before goes, Hey! And he's like, oh! And just <laughs> fucking books it. And she Kelly's like chasing them both, being like, Hey, idiot! I have a, we have a pass! We're illegal Stop now! Stop running! Like, yeah. Brooklyn, we have a pass! But Brooklyn's like, just <laughs> running like a you fucking know, panic. Of course at any moment, these guys could just both walk off of a plot, go visit a whorehouse, Spend the next three or well, three remaining three days they have yeah. just fucking whoever they want, and then just go out to see it. And, like none of this really has to matter again, mm -hmm. but they don't. But yeah, nope. Uh, so they get split up. Gene Kelly. Yeah, I can't remember why they split up, but yeah, I think Brooklyn just gets away from from yeah. Joe, but because Brooklyn like sneaks, go, ducks inside a building and like hides in there and yeah. then gets locked in, 
And, and then Gene Kelly gets and, lost, and he has to ask and, for directions from a bunch of hot girls, or just yeah, like, then, on, on their smoke break yeah. outside the soundstage. Yeah, and they uh, he he walks away. They're like, hey, "His office is right over there," and he walks away, and they're all like, "I specifically looking at his ass," and they start wolf whistling. Which yeah. oh that's no, they, the first time I've ever seen it in a vintage of his. Yeah. yeah, in a movie this vintage where you get women wolf uh, whistling after a guy, and specifically looking at his yeah, ass. Yeah, they are they are hard because he does he is smuggling two canned hands. Like all he had to do was turn around and go. Yeah, let's go, ladies. I know this is it this to the is, dressing this is room. What he's been here looking for, like, hey, lady, yeah, exactly. How Come many on. of you? How much time do I have? Let's let's get it done. Fuck Lola. We're all yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, this is he, 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 he found his little harem. Yeah, oh, yeah. who wants a piece? Uh, let's go. <laughs> but no, oh. he's, he goes into the office and is like, hey, I'm here to see Jose, and his secretary's like, you should be back in time. Have a seat. But then fucking susan comes in and is like hey i just want to you know i got an appointment and the secretary's like oh no and but joe comes in and he's like oh no no oh sh- shut up shut up <laughs> oh let's go get a drink let's a lot go of flop sweat yeah because uh and she was like uh, I just wanted to find out if he wanted to sing me anything in particular. Yeah. And Joe gives her some bullshit excuse like, oh, you don't want to do that. You don't want him to see you before your audition. He's just got... <laughs> uh, oh. um, and she's like, well, then I owe you a Coke. Let's go get one. Uh, I love your one-man reenactment of this movie. <laughs> it's every movie. A little radio play. Um, meanwhile, Brooklyn is... Taking now, taking a nap inside one of the sound stages, when a Turby shows up and starts uh, practicing some piano, uh, oh. on a spare piano that happens to be on the sound stage, and Brooklyn all wakes up and is like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And they start yeah. talking. Well, he's like, and he start. Well, uh, Turby starts playing Tchaikovsky. Yeah, and I love that Brooklyn's like, "Hey, that's that's great," and the dude's like, "Yeah, the Tchaikovsky." He's like, "No, that's not Tchaikovsky. That's like Larry on the radio. He sings them all the time." Yeah. And the dude's he like, just, well, everyone gets their, their yeah, influences he's, he's from like, somewhere. Are you, are, you a piano, cute. are you a piano tuner or a player? And he's like, a little of both. And he's like, oh, you should get out of the tuning business. You're pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Of course, he doesn't recognize that this is the guy that they desperately need to get this whole situation fixed. And, yeah. yeah. And while that's uh, happening, Joe's having a conversation with Susan. He's like, oh, Brooklyn wants a girl he can come home to and settle down with. And she's like, hey, what do you want? You don't. Have, you know, I got a feeling you don't want to be tied down. And you're like, oh, not really. I guess. No. She's like, why don't you come down to the cafe tonight? You can bring your Lola girl. And he's like, I think Clarence would like to be alone with you. And she's like, all right. And like, <laughs> like gives, <laughs> gives him this look like, oh, fine, motherfucker. Oh. I was gonna offer to suck your dick, but down? fuck, fuck mm. you, yeah. Like she gives him this real like, okay, <laughs> stink well, eye. well, harumph. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So, oh, uh, yeah. Huh? I just have a nerd note about the me- dancing with the Mexican girl. But yeah, yeah, we'll that, get there. That's gonna so, see how we're heading there. We go back to the restaurant where this... the Brooklyn girl comes up. To Brooklyn, and who I in my notes are for some reason I start calling Kirsten Shawl because <laughs> she mm. does kind of yeah. Uh, but he's like, "Hey, Brooklyn," and she's like, "Hey, Brooklyn, yeah. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn," and then they just start fucking talking like Pokemon, <laughs> just saying Brooklyn <laughs> as their names. Yeah. Um. But he's like, "I can't talk to a girl," and she's like, "Pretend I'm Susie," 
and then he sang, and then she's like, mm, girl, <laughs> yeah. you're so good with this singing. But he's like looking at her, but there's, for some reason, there's a painting of Susie, but it doesn't say Susie. It says Susita <laughs> behind her. That, yeah. yeah, it says Susita above her. <laughs> Didn't even know. But he's like, I think he's I think... like singing to that painting of her instead of Brooklyn. I think I was more fixated on the idea of how many women would probably kill themselves for the chance to get like a lone singing session from like Frank Sinatra at this time because he was such a big hit on the radio that like he was one of the first people, you know, first American singers where he had like women literally like, screaming and passing out whenever he would perform and to think yeah this actress just even on this film set got the you know live performance from Frank Sinatra I was like oh well, she must have felt at least a little bit special or something yeah, know, but, so but Brooklyn um, was like you'll meet a guy someday Brooklyn to Brooklyn and then Brooklyn is like where's Joe Brooklyn and then Brooklyn's like Brooklyn. Probably, waga, waga, probably waga. with Lola, Brooklyn. Yeah. Said Brooklyn to Brooklyn. Uh, then it's outside, and Joe makes a wish and tosses a coin into a fountain. And some little Spanish girl watches him do that. This is the girl that. that I'm not quite sure if is made up to yeah. look Mexican or what, or like, uh, was Mexican he, made up to he look like extra Mexican? He gives her a coin and is like, you didn't see nothing. It's like, what? What? <laughs> what are you, what Grabs her by, by the back of the hair, thrusts her face into the water, says, you see this? You didn't see this. <laughs> But Joe looks into the place and sees Susan and, and Brooklyn having dinner and is getting getting jealous. He's starting to have feelings towards uh, no, Susan. Yeah. And then and but then so Brooklyn is also getting Brooklyn Brook <laughs> I didn't mean to do is melting down. <laughs> Jesus. Brooklyn is also Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. No, Brooklyn is also getting jealous of Brooklyn and Susan. The lady Brooklyn is getting jealous. Huh. Uh, because she kind of likes that crooner too. I didn't notice her actually being specifically kind of jealousy looking or anything like that. But again, well, she like, walks up and like, notes, like yeah, puts down a suit the and then ac- yeah. accidentally, quote unquote, intentionally dumps hot scalding soup onto. He mentioned the onto soup Brooklyn. later. I must have missed that because I was like, like yeah, typing no, up happened. notes or something like that. Okay, okay, and then okay. she's like, "Oh no, you're all wet. Come stand by the fire in the kitchen. It'll dry you right up." Hmm. Okay. Um. And then Susan's like, yeah, you should probably go do that. I'm fucking sick of you right now. Get go. off my ass. It's yeah. only been two days. I'm already tired of this shit. So they go in the God kitchen. God damn, I'm not going to fuck either of you guys. And the Brooklyns are bonding, talking about, yeah. I don't know, how fucking... The Uggos. How great Brooklyn is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, talking about the Dodgers. And, and love be coming around that corner. They're falling for <laughs> each other. Uh, so... He runs into Joe, and he wants to tell Susan the truth. But so, and I get the feeling. So he wants to tell Susan that they lied to her, Brooklyn. Does that they lied to her so she will not like him? So then he'll feel free. That's kind of the implication I got out of that. I could see that. But then, but they're like, "Oh, you're." Their whole moral quandary with Susan is so fucked up at this point. I think I kind of just lost track of what their planning for this was. Yeah. Yeah. Because it to me it never seemed like they had a moment where they even seriously considered like actually fessing up. Well, I I I know Brooklyn kind of like pushes for that throughout the film. Yeah. Especially as Joe keeps on digging himself into a digger deeper deeper hole. But yeah, I don't. So they yeah. find out Jose is going to be performing at the Hollywood Bowl. Practicing yeah, there. I can't remember how they do, but yeah. Um, and then yeah, practicing not performing. Yeah. yeah. And but then Gene dances with the little Spanish girl outside randomly he's suddenly outside again and he goes again it's just a random like another like 10 minute dance sequence which, which is actually I mean, really it's, nice it's 
the way if shit worked back then. <laughs> I know. I do like he does little. Uh, he ends up uh, like the girl. Uh, she ends up like jump roping, and he ends up dancing yeah. through her jump rope and stuff. And that's it, it, it's it's two dance scenes in a row where he has to dance with a, someone like half his size. Yeah. At least this 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 person is, is actually real. But I think it's is it in singing in the rain, and is it him that does the newspaper scene? Newspapers. Yeah, there's a scene, maybe it's not Singing in the Rain, I think it's Gene Kelly, hmm. where he puts a newspaper down on the ground and jumps on it and dances on it, but oh, within the progress, space of... progressively ripping it into small, oh, putting his feet on the other side familiar. and ripping out no, okay. into smaller and smaller pieces, and that's a really good dance sequence, but I don't, like, that was kind of the thing at this era where, like, coming up with novel ways to dance, like... Yeah. Dancing with certain props in a certain way. Well, it makes way, sense, because or... decades after vaudeville, everyone's used to kind of, like, at least basic song and dance routines. It makes sense you'd have to do more and more theatrical Considering stuff. how... Like his stunt with the curtains at the end yeah, of this movie. Yeah, cons- compare the entertainment of this era to fucking the jazz singer. Well, exactly, and you will be which blown is just... Away. Just, like, yeah. getting on one knee and waving your hands. Like, that was entertainment. That was what was driving people and this, nuts. This, this did that's feel like... Just, a, that, that's, like, 22 years yeah. difference, yeah. This did feel like a very peculiar place for this, this dance number. Like, it didn't fit. Like, all of a sudden, like, he's just dancing with a little girl on empty streets. Yeah, there's no one else around. There's no painted donkeys. But I do like he does get a pair of candles and blows them out and starts using them as a drum thing. Yeah. But... But then the, the next day they go to the Hollywood Bowl to try to meet Jose and Which? some some security guards like sorry guys I really wish I could let you through since you're Navy guys and all and I have a crush on Navy guys but I can't and they're like okay and so they climb a hill and are watching rehearsals like they're like three football fields away uh it didn't occur to me too that the this place uh the Hollywood Bowl is the place where Bugs Bunny once fucked with Leopold the conductor. In mm. one of the famous Looney Tunes shorts. Okay, that makes sense. Because, like, well, that's yeah. uh, the whole... At the beginning of every Looney Tunes cartoons, there's concentric circles. It's supposed to be the rings of, like, the Hollywood yeah. Bowl. And it's probably the same place where Elmer Fudd introduced uh, the Blue Danube. Yeah, exactly all that, all that shit. shit. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, but they're like, hey, let's run down there right now. Uh, it takes them 20 minutes to get <laughs> down there, yeah. There's a couple scenes where, like, two stuntmen are, like, falling down <laughs> a dirt... A very, very vertical dirt hill. And yeah. be like... <laughs> <laughs> uh... They just had a megaphone. This this one whole scene. Yeah, they're happen. standing at the top of the hill, like like a mile away from the Hollywood Bowl, and they say, "Come on, we've got him cornered." <laughs> Would, no, you don't. And this is the exact opposite of having somebody cornered. Yeah, he could run in any direction and get away from you. And he's you. a mile and a half away. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then we get a scene of a bunch of pianists playing. Uh, I think I like, read somewhere hung- like there's 20 pianos on stage. Mm, yeah, Litz's Hungarian Rhapsody Number no. Two. Oh, okay. Uh, and they, but they don't run up in time. They as soon as they get up there, everyone as soon as cuts, they get up there, they're like, "Where's Jose?" And they're like, "Oh, fucker left." You can hear his motorcycle go vroom vroom. Yeah, he's his, like, "Oh, he's already late yeah, for his, his next his, whatever." Yeah, yeah, his assistant's like, "Oh, he left already." Oh, and he's eight minutes late. Um, which okay, let's put it this way: they've already established that Jose is constantly hauling ass because he's never has enough time for anything, so he's always late running, rushing after the next thing. I still have so many notes. This movie, <laughs> really? Because like yeah. we're getting to the end of the movie. Yeah, I only no, have so many are. notes myself. Uh, oh, okay, but my next note is sure. Okay, this movie has already been going on for more than two hours with almost no plot. Let's throw in a random Zero fantasy sequence. Uh, I'm sure there's more stuff between what just there. happened and that, but that's my next. So note. they they're like, well, fuck, we missed him again. I guess yeah. we have to tell her the truth that there is no audition, and we're just a couple of fucking assholes. Oh, they go to his house. Uh, not yet. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you really did do like scene but, by scene. Uh, yeah. Frank Sinatra walks up to one of the pianos on the stage and sings oh, "I Fall in Love Too Easy," yeah. which like became his staple. Like that was his song. Oh, really? That like he would sing at all his concerts and shit, and okay. made all the girls swoon and get the vapors and faint on their the fainting vapors. couches and whatnot. Hmm. Okay. Um, so then we get a scene of the girl Brooklyn hanging laundry outside in her. She's still wearing her waitress costume because I guess the wardrobe decided that if she wore a different outfit, you wouldn't recognize her. You wouldn't recognize her. Character doesn't have a name. Yeah, it's all. So then the boy Brooklyn runs up and kisses her and says, I love you, Brooklyn. You don't even know her fucking name. You call her Brooklyn. You can't love her. No. Granted, we've only known each other for a day and a half. And yeah. she's like, oh, no, you don't. You love Susie. And he's like, I did, but now I don't. And then he's like, you're going to marry me, right? And she's like, sure, why the fuck not? This is the 40s. Everybody's dumb. <laughs> Let's contribute to the skyrocketing, skyrocketing divorce rates of Americans and in the 20th she, century. And she's yeah. like, oh, I have to come clean with you. I didn't accidentally spill the soup on you. That's I the reference. Okay, yeah. spilled no the soup on you. <laughs> Apologies for the half-melted cock. So then, the, then Joe runs into Susie or meets Susie, and she got a fuzzy sweater on. Oh, yeah. The, the, this it's an era, Argyle Ed Wood quality this fuzzy era sweater. Of fuzzy sweater. But uh, it apparently wasn't the, wasn't yet or had already been the era of those pointy-ass bras that the, that's the other thing the ladies the big would wear fucking missile launchers yeah. yeah apparently that wasn't a thing yet. yeah I, I guess they did not uh, invent triangular bra technology until like 1949 <laughs> but yeah. but now gene loves Susie. he got the hots for her yeah but he can't find the words he doesn't know how to tell her this is the part in, this he's is such I... a he's such a wolf a navy wolf and he, he's so good with the dames but God, can't tell her testing my fucking her. patience. Like I've I've warmed up the musicals since I was a kid, especially in the last ten years of my life. But it's shit like this where it's just like, come on, man, this is this movie. But, and again, this movie's already been going on for two hours now. So it's just like, but so, you're killing me. So then man. he's like, oh, if you lived in that house there, some shit. I'll tell you a story about a guy swinging and. <laughs> So then we get a, another... Because the idea is they're outside of some kind of Pueblo or something like that, Made right? up scene with costumes. He was wearing like a yellow silk shirt. Yeah. Spanish shirt it's with a, like a, this... a black and red silk cape. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like... she's got this big fucking white Mexican senorita wedding dress yeah, on. Yeah, with a giant headpiece. Yeah. And then... Uh, fucking Gene Kelly's got a sword. And he's about to start his dance, and he just chucks it to the side, and it's an actual throw, and it just thunk goes right into a bench. Oh, I didn't even know like, this. Like he sticks that fucking sword. The kind of thing where if you try to do it on purpose, it take you a thousand tries. Yeah. But on this, but Gene yeah. Kelly's just like thunk and just <laughs> oh, yeah, like the kind of thing that you see in movies that was obviously faked. Yeah, Gene Kelly guy, didn't just, fake yeah. that shit. Um, I didn't even notice. Um, so then. He starts to dance. He's not even dancing with her. He's just dancing by yeah, himself. He's just, he's just doing a routine. Yeah. But for the first part of it, the tap dancing sounds 
don't match up <laughs> at Drove you bomb. Yeah. He his feet are doing shit and there's like just sounds going and I'm like, that's not no, how no. it go. No, no, no. Nope, no, this is not matching Isn't up. Isn't it just at like all. dancing to La Cucaracha or something like that? <laughs> no, like, I don't think so. No, La Cucaracha does show. I think maybe when they're dancing at the, the Mexican cafe earlier, the, like, they're uh, dancing to. It is yeah. La Cucaracha. Like, there is some fucking cartoon. Like, if you're in a Bugs Bunny cartoon that takes place in Mexico, that's the music you're hearing yeah. in this movie. But about, right? like, about halfway through, the sounds actually start to mash up. Okay. Yeah. Match up and, like, the, the sounds he's making with his feet actually match up with yeah. the action, but for the first part of that, I'm like, mm -mm, what the fuck? This is not, no. <laughs> There's obviously some guy standing offside in the camera just going, tapping. But Gene Kelly in this dream sequence says, you know what? Fuck you, stunt man. Fuck you, safety wires. I'm gonna fucking climb fucking trees, I... jump across giant pits, and swing. He's like 50 feet above the stage. He prances all the way up to the top of the castle set yeah. and grabs onto a random, like, red velvet curtain that's just hanging from the ceiling and swings from one end of the stage yeah. to the other. No safety harness, nope. nothing. It's all one unbroken shot. Yep. It's obviously him because he goes from essentially close up, runs to the distant background up to the top, and swings and yeah. lets go and oh man it was impressive because the next scene his pants are a lot tighter because his balls got huge <laughs> they grew two slices that yeah. day yeah yeah man he's gene kelly was a stunt man he, he yeah. was fucking crazy fucking man, man he did his shit i'm assuming there must have been some part of the set where they were hiding so at least some kind of cardboard boxes or something that, I don't know. like if if he had fallen he would have like it's but, just it's bonkers but yeah. he he works his way down to the gown wearing version of susan <laughs> And then uh, smooches, nineteen forty-five, like Sprint, smooshy, yeah. smooshy. And now mashed day, faces together. Now day and love. Yay! Day finally, love. setting up this heart-rending finale of <laughs> Anchors Away. So, so then, um, Joel and Brooklyn meet up at a bar. Brooklyn is drinking a beer, and and Joe's like, "Oh, give me a double, a scotch, and make it a double." It's like. During, while this scene is going, he keeps drinking it, and they keep putting more and more in front of him. He must take, like, 12 shots of scotch. Which character is this? Joe. Joe, okay, yeah. Um, And uh, Brooklyn's like, oh, you drink that stuff? And he goes, I never touch booze. It cuts down on your wind. Which I thought that was a great way to... No, that was just in cat, uh, turn of phrase. I thought that was yeah. really cool. Is, is that, like, saying... I guess it makes like it, I guess it makes makes you slower, cuts down on your ability to breathe and do stuff. Like, is it that? Or well, is as a it sailor, like, you can't get it up. Movement. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't think about that too. That's a good point. It's probably colloquial. It's yeah. Actually, I wonder if that's actually a phrase that's like some kind of actually uh, cuts down <laughs> cuts so down on your they, wind. They talk awkwardly back and forth for a little bit, trying to figure out how to tell the other one that Brooklyn's <sighs> trying to figure out that hey, all this work you've put into me getting a date with Susan. <laughs> I don't yeah, like her why, anymore. Yeah, nah, she's, I'm already over that and, shit. And, I know it's only been 72 hours. <laughs> and Joe's but... trying to figure out, hey, I want your lady. Yeah. At this uh, point, it has then... been like three days or four days or almost yeah. up. Yeah. But then it turns out that Joe's like, oh, you love that waitress lady. Durr. And then, yeah. and then, um, and then he's like, oh, how did it go when you told her about the audition? And he's like, oh, no, I forgot to tell about the audition. This is my next notice, just, quote, unquote, let's mercilessly fuck with this random woman's feelings, the motion picture. Because <laughs> they're still digging themselves into holes about this shit. We're getting to the end. Of, it's like yeah. the last 15 and minutes like, of the movie, and things aren't improving. Like, Brooklyn was like, hey, you going to ask her to marry you? Fucking slow down, everybody. <laughs> fuck. God damn You've it. known each other for three days. Yeah. yeah. Good gravy. 
Hey, if Marty's parents can meet when Marty's mom hit his father with so, the car, I'm just saying. They go to Jose's house. They're like, oh, we can go to Jose's house, see if we can meet him there. Oh, Jose house. So they go to, they go to Jose's house, Jose house and knock on the door, but there's no answer. So they just sit on the front stoop. The door opens when the milkman comes up, and the butler's like, "You've got to help you." And they're like, oh, "Is Jose here?" And he's like, message. "No." And they're like, "Oh, okay, off we go." What the fuck was the point of that scene? Renting like the fucking equipment, or like renting out that house for the afternoon they had to film that. Yeah, was, I guess it shows that they're just, like, like they're trying all their. Avenues, I guess if I they guess? didn't go to the house, you like anyone watching this would think, "Well, why didn't they just try to track him down at home if he couldn't find him at the studio?" Which I guess that does show that they're running out of options. That they mm-hmm. really have to at least try to think of everything before. Yeah, like because so, they don't. The, the the happy ending does not come as a result of anything they do. Yeah. I guess it's good to show. Yeah, that they've they've they've, they've exhausted all their options so joe, joe goes back happens. to Susie's house and oh good donald's back and this is the point where i was like <laughs> dean you... stockwell Jesus. the fuck because this is when i like looked it up and actually I was, be like oh my I wanted, god yeah. i was like i was like oh this kid sucks <laughs> i wonder if he's ever did anything else i've seen oh, what the fuck Dean Stockwell. What you, you know, Mo, Dean Stockwell mostly from Quantum Leap. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, Ziggy and all that shit. Yeah, but yeah, that's the most funny thing with me looking for like what I would think would be like a twenty-year-old Dean Stockwell in this movie, and like, nope, yeah, <laughs> which would have made him like eighty years old when he made Quantum Leap, but I wasn't thinking. So Jose goes to the coffee shop where mm-hmm. Susie is also there, and uh, isn't that it's an actual quote unquote white coffee shop? It's not the Mexican cafe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she starts being like. <laughs> <laughs> and like waving at him all awkwardly and he's like all right this is fucking weird what is this broad doing yeah and and she's like i'm susan abbott and he's like oh that's nice oh you're talking about jose's at yeah the... okay yeah. yeah uh did i say joe yeah i that's what i heard maybe but jose is actually yeah. just the, the mexican vert yeah <laughs> and um, she's like oh you know my friends joe in brooklyn and he's and like, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. no he's he kind of plays along with it he's like a little bit yeah oh yes i'm very well, that's good. an attractive lady suddenly striking I, up a conversation at it yeah i, I can see very why good friends with them <laughs> yes i guess we'll and see she's it. like oh yes me gusta uh and Turba. she's like oh you set up an audition for me and he's like eh. and i don't know like, about that Oh shit! The truth is coming out. <laughs> and I do like the fact she catches on really quickly, though. Yeah. It, at she's least like, oh, this there was is no not drawn audition. out. This is her ultimate was humiliation. There, yeah. yeah. And but uh, fucking, I mean, Jose's really cool about it. He's like, oh, this is the thing. Just... <laughs> He's like, you know, sometimes friends are shits, and <laughs> but you don't want to lose those friends just because they're shits. I tell you what, we make this okay. I I don't yeah. that is not a Turkish accent, but <laughs> but fuck that's it. kind of his attitude. Uh, it turns out Jose has, uh, inc- oh my god, he has all the free time in the world along with the entire <laughs> everyone else on the yep. studio to give this one so lady he, a random he custom gets, audition. Yeah, he gets her a screen test uh, with next- a live accompaniment from an onset orchestra, yeah, no less. With a parrot. With a parrot, like the entire they're essentially and making like color cameras. They're and making everything. a ten million short. Uh, short film yeah about this this one is not a, audition. this is not what a screen this test is the is. most robust audition anyone's ever had for hollywood yeah, yeah. and tchaikovsky's waltz serenade does not need lyrics uh, more is... so when she's singing and you can't understand what the fuck she's singing because she's got so much brava yeah uh which was the style at the time i realized but man i want to is that the kind of the warbly <laughs> shit because that's yeah. my note is warbly how yeah. it just it's yeah. it's yeah 
where you're like, if I pay attention, I can understand what she's saying, but but you really gotta focus. Well, it's like music like your grandparents would like if they're old and ready to die. Yeah, and like now she's finally gonna get in the studio system, but you know, after listening to the "You Must Remember This" podcast, yeah. Her life is fucking all downhill from what, here. What, this actress's? No, no, like, somebody auditioning to try to get oh, into the like studio this is, oh, system. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, makes like, sense, Like, now yeah. she's gonna have to sleep with everybody and do all the drugs <sighs> God, and, yeah, and like, totally that. ruin her like, life. Like, entry level, no. Uh... Yeah, my my one of my last notes is Joe and Clarence are very <laughs> like, lucky that Aterby is one Christ-like <laughs> one Christ-like motherfucker with more patience, goodwill, and free time on his hands than God himself. Uh, despite yeah. being so hard to find for the rest of the film, precisely because he's so busy. Yeah, and yeah. adding to your you know earlier of this, everybody being at the screen test, I wrote down everybody is there for her screen test, not just one producer with his but dick like, out. Yeah, standing there, be like, eh. It could have been, yeah, well, Turby, Turby himself could have been like, okay, you meet me in 20 minutes, <laughs> but in the alley behind the soundstage, we're going to do your quote-unquote audition, yeah. but yeah. So then they're, they're Oh, back. God, it didn't even occur to me how dark you could actually go with what this <laughs> ending could have been. Oh, uh, God, but then, no. But then they're back on the boat, done with their Charlie. Wouldn't it be funny if it, she, like, introduces herself and he's like, oh, yeah, I heard you fucked everyone in the Navy. <laughs> You're famous yeah. in this town already. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, anyway. Uh, But then Jose shows up on the boat. And takes, I've got one more note about the actual narrative of this film. Go uh, ahead. Takes them uh, to the Hollywood Bowl, I think? Or just someplace. I don't fucking know. And the girl Brooklyn is there, too, inexplicably, for whatever is reason. Is this the very end of the film? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. Um, when they're performing for the whole of the U.S. Navy. Yeah. Now. yeah. And, and he, Jose goes up and he's like, ladies and gentlemen, I invited myself here. <laughs> To perform for you. I'm like, oh, well, that's pretty brazen just to say, hey, I'm famous enough, I invited myself. Yeah. Um, I invited you myself here to present to you the singer that the Navy discovered. Here she is. And then you see, he sees, like, Gene Kelly and Susan fucking getting it on raw dog style on the side of the stage, and he's like, in five minutes, yeah. here she is, the lady that the Navy discovered. And... Then Brooklyn and Jean and Brooklyn and and Susan all kiss backstage, and then the girls are like, "Because that was my last note." <laughs> now they're wolves, and da, 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 the movie's over. Yeah, what's with the little growly chest thump that the girls give Kelly and Sinatra well, at the end? That's because the beginning of the movie, like it's established that Jean or Joe is a wolf. I know, but it's still and he, just kind of like... they did that, but yeah. Yeah, they're like... Is the music rising? It's I'm gonna like, get that dick. Cock wolf. And then, then the credits. Oh, and then God, yeah. after the credits finished, it said, Two families and friends of servicemen and women. Pictures exhibited in this, this theater were given to the armed forces for showing in combat areas around the world. War activities committed... Committee motion picture industry. Pictures from this film? That's what it says. So stills? Pictures exhibited. I'm assuming of the ladies? Pictures exhibited in this theater are given to the armed forces for showing. I think it might. You might have gotten a bad voice in Bill. (laughs) A version that was for the armed forces. Oh, the credits started. I just stopped the video. I I did not hang out to the end of the credits. Yeah. Yeah. Or I was paying attention. Actually, I probably thought Uh, about the movie role. As far as musicals go, this isn't very good. It's it's a good enough movie. It's got some good parts. Gene Kelly's really good on but it. This but this is kind of, kind of the perfect example of the kind but of the rambling. So, there's so much forgettable shit in it. Yeah, Gene Kelly's choreography isn't the best that he'll 
do. It's and this kind is the of first time he was shit. ever allowed to choreograph a whole film by himself, too. Yeah. Which this Some is of one of his good, early like, films. I really, makes sense. I really like the the Spanish portion once the, the tapping actually started matching yeah. up. Like obviously he couldn't do a lot. Like it was really rudimentary stuff when he was dancing with Sinatra because well, Sinatra was not keep dancer. up exactly. Yeah. Uh, but when he's dancing by himself, was Danny Kaye going to be a good dancer? Yeah. Danny Kaye was all right. Because like he, I mean, like, granted, it seems like he comes from a more vaudevillian school of dancing. Yeah. It's more like goofy, like it's not like the finesse technical dancing that like yeah. uh, I didn't realize I was looking up Gene Kelly's uh, uh Wikipedia entry. I didn't realize he was like specifically credited with like popularizing like ballet forms in popular dance like mm. on the screen which yeah. the, given the way he like prances and moves like when he's like not even dancing yeah, but when uh, he's moving around like i could see how like just even that's very ballet it's also very me. well yeah but you would know better about the stuff than i do but just me ballet back then was so rudimentary and like i didn't think about not that. graceful at all yeah. it looked it looks mostly it just doing jumping jacks on stage it, it wasn't until like the early 70s or late 60s when shit started to get good once like the balancing era started to happen in new york people start breaking their toes for the shit like, during the mgm days like and when the studios controlled everything like tap was good but aside from that all the dancing hmm. was kind of like that i'm thinking all the ballerina all the ballet stuff up until like the 70s just being like the fat hippos from fantasia <laughs> that's like the closest you got to yeah. anything really great um but yeah no gene kelly i mean like he his personality really kind of makes the film as tolerable tolerable as it is yeah if it wasn't for him this movie would be utterly forgettable yeah, sinatra and, really doesn't no, do much the no. female leads don't do much the songs aren't that interesting mm -hmm. um unless you're really in the navy uniforms and he does get tight little navy it pants. wasn't as propaganda -y as i was that's expecting the other thing too well the grand they don't do a lot with the actual navy itself well that's yeah but that's and also saying. these two navy men are such skis balls it kind of detracts <laughs> a little bit yeah. um uh so yeah gene kelly was supposed to be dancing with mickey mouse but rory disney brother of walt disney uh next the idea since the cash strapped disney studio was already under the gun to get its own features done and also this was not too long after the strike that nearly tore apart the disney mm. studio so they already had their shit to worry about yeah there, there was a famous thing about how world war ii kind of kicked disney in the teeth because there was the studio strike and also they made so much money overseas that with world war ii happening they suddenly yeah. like most of their uh money coming in dried up and so that's why even like the production of like dumbo and stuff at the time was kind of a little bit chintzier looking than compared to like like some of the early films just because mm -hmm. yeah they couldn't afford to spend time and money on someone else's picture much less you know they had to get their own shit in, uh, in order yeah um yeah and hanna barbera animators neglected to animate jerry's reflection which they had to fix later uh and really the only thing i didn't address that's a kind of big piece of trivia about this the Oscar that this film's composer won for this film uh, was bought up by Kevin Spacey at an estate sale for over $150,000 wow. uh, in 2001 and donated back to the Academy. I guess the, <laughs> the film composer died in 1985, but his Oscar just kind of like bounced around like a, a couple different auctions as estate sales. But then Kevin Spacey, for some reason, found out this 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 guy's Oscar was out there, like not claimed by anybody. So he bought it up for huh. a big chunk of change and said, hey, Oscars, you guys get it back, put it in your museum. So I thought hmm. that was kind of cool. And, yeah, that's kind of the big trivia from this film. What'd you think? Not bad. For a musical, like I said, if if you'd told me ten years ago that I'd be sitting down to listen to it or watch a two-and-a-half-hour rambling, crummy, <laughs> pro-war, oh, World so War II. So much could have been cut from this movie. Yeah, but still, it wasn't that bad. I had a good time, especially no. watching it, it in moved, a rush just for this podcast. It moved in an okay click. It's, in, like, it's, it's genial enough. It's yeah. okay. Um, I, actually, maybe if I didn't know the kid was Dean Stockwell, I might hate this more because the kid would have probably been more 
grading. Irksome. Yeah, yeah. So at least you know Dean Stockwell must look back at this film and go, "Yeah, I was a little kid." Yeah. But <laughs> he's like eighty now. Yeah, he's old. He's he a fucking agent, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's not not. I'm I'm glad you chose this. Well, if I'm assuming we're gonna do more Gene Kelly movies in the future, what else would you like to tackle sometime? I don't remember all of his movies. Well, I know, but I don't know if there was any specific ones that stuck out in your head, I or why think, this one stuck out in particular. I don't think I've done. I don't think I've seen American in Paris, but I also okay. had a crazy choreographer set a really shitty ballet to the music in that. So oh, yeah. it kind of triggers my like, oh, like, like it was, it was fucking so much to do in that ballet. And like, we got to the stage and we started running it and I was the lead in it. And he was, somebody told me they were standing with him when he was watching and he was like, he goes, I think I did too much. Oh, wrong. Well, like, no. he, the, me and the, the me and the lead girl in it, he was like, I think I gave them too much. Like, yeah. She had like six costume changes in it. It was like a 15 minute piece. Yeah, that's no. Fuck that Fuck guy. Fuck that guy. Hopefully Fuck he's not guy. working. Yeah, I don't Jesus. Know. No, I can see why that would be a little black mark for you from American in Paris yeah. these days. Like I said, if we ever do like a Muppet but, movie no, that we have seen before. American in Paris, there's Xanadu. Xanadu? Yeah, he's in Xanadu. I had no idea. He he dances in roller skates. Ah, oh, Jesus. I just assume he stopped dancing in like 1955. I think it's his last movie, maybe? I wonder which would make sense. But, uh... Turns out he's the giant floating head from Zardoz. No, I've seen... Okay. White Christmas, I've seen Singing in the Rain. Okay. And I think I've probably seen some more Although, of Although, no, shit, it's but... not him. Wait, Gene Kelly's not in White Christmas. That's uh, Bing Crosby and... Oh, Danny Kaye. Yeah, I don't know why I was thinking about Christmas. No, yeah, that's been Crosby, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> he, he punched you in the head so hard you forgot. <laughs> Damn it, um, Dave Bean. But yeah, if, if, if we could just pretend to, that we never watched Singing in the Rain sometime, I wouldn't mind doing a commentary about that, because that's good. If we ever do a month of things well, that we know, have watched, yeah. we would like to talk There's about a, sometime. Get a, if our listenership grows, and you people can help with that. Maybe eventually we'll tackle tackle some shit that we've seen already. Yeah, if there's the stuff you guys think we would know, but like to hear us gab about a little bit more. But I can talk about Star Wars. There's there's a number in my head we'd have to hit before that. What's that? I'm not gonna say. People have to just let it. Oh wow! You are technically captain. I'm bribing people. Oh god. Oh god! I didn't think about what I'm gonna do next for the next podcast. Uh Oh. Okay, I'm going to make it easy on us. Uh, there's been two big things I want to tackle. The BFG. You wouldn't be up for, yeah, a little too not down for reading the BFG anytime soon. I can. I just, you just want to do awesome games done quick. Summer games done quick. Yeah. That'll eat up all your time. Yeah. I can do that. You know what? It's fine. We've done, we haven't done a book before. Fine. Fuck it. Okay, we'll do the BFG. Wait, no. Okay, why? What? Because that'll only, I, I would like to get back on schedule, and that would only give us a week to read it. Wait, how do we get back on schedule? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna record next weekend. We'd have to to get back on schedule because our schedule got fucked up because we usually have one in the bank. This is inside podcast. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we usually have one in the bank, but we don't have any in the yeah, bank. Yeah, we are right re- recording right before new episodes go yeah. up. Yeah. So, okay, that's a good point. So, so we'll do something short. Once we'll we do get back on track, the Road to El Dorado, DreamWorks Animations. Oh fuck! It's on Netflix. It's okay. why have you seen it before? No. All we know about that is the girl with a big ass in that thing. That's all anyone knows <laughs> yeah. about that movie. I just watched The Prince of Egypt this week, and so that got me thinking about what else did those guys do, and I guess that's that's the other non-CGI DreamWorks thing. Yeah. Aside from The Legend of Cinnamon, the horse movie, I guess, the maybe? Fuck? There's a, like a horse Legend movie called like Cinnamon. The Legend of Cinnamon. Cinnamon or something. Cinnamon Okay. 
Rodel Dorado. Okay, I'm throwing Rodel down the, just just for virtue because everything else would take too much time if we're gonna have to re- <laughs> like do the shit in a week. Okay. okay. So we'll do Rodel Dorado. This week was obviously anchors away, and Not now bad. I can't believe I like that. And, I like loved it, but and now we shall pull up our anchors and sail off into <laughs> doot, the doot. seas of pop culture, where we will fill our holes. With the media we missed the first time around. You have seen the live-action Popeye, right? Fucking, I hate that shit, no, Bill. You know that. I just want to read the picture. Because if we wanted to stay on a, a nautical theme... Okay, I'm going to let you finish up. We can wrap up and get out of here. Uh, we got some Overwatch to play. He's he's muttering on Twitter. I'm going to turn on Twitter. Tardy Podcast and Twitter. TardyPodcast.com is where you can find us. We're on Google Play tar- Podcast. We're on iTunes Podcasts. We're all over the fucking place. Share us with your friends and your enemies and people. Yeah, especially your enemies. Especially your enemies. <laughs> you want to drive your boss nuts, delete everything off his iPod except Tardy the Party episodes. <laughs> especially if he has to go on a long road trip without internet access. Mm-hmm. Download yeah. our episodes many times for no reason. Actually, don't do that. Click, it'll click, be, click. It'll click, fuck click, up click. my bandwidth. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> not really. Um, but, uh, no! Oh, no! But give us a share. Give us a retweet when we tweet out episodes. Follow us. Whatever. Who cares? And support our Patreon just by mailing us cash directly <laughs> to our homes. <laughs> support our tra- Patreon by sticking dollar bills in my G-string while I'm stripping at... At this at, point... At Jiggles. <laughs> at I just this, use Jiggles because it doesn't exist anymore. The closest thing to a Patreon would be if we just, like, donate money to you so you could buy these movies that, like, <laughs> that we're going to watch in the future, so... Okay, the closest okay. thing we have to a Patreon is just people throwing chicken nuggets in my gaping maw <laughs> from a distance. Okay. We'll All let right. you guys get out of here. We'll yeah. get out of here, too. We'll be back in a week with the Rodel Dorado. Okay, good luck to us. Okay, take care, guys. So long, everybody. <laughs> Fill them holes. <laughs> bye bye bye